Welcome to Deskmates, your Eurovision podcast. I'm Robbie, I'm your English host. And I'm Ken, and I'm the Swedish host. And we're going to get back to normal. We've <gasps> made a bonus episode. Yeah, a now lot of facts there. A lot of facts, facts for galore. And now we're going to get back to music. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking you were saying, now you're going to back to just speak freely of anything without fact-checking anything. I, yeah, I'm yeah. going to. No, we're not going to do that. I, I just going to, I need to update you. I need to just tell the listeners that doing this podcast has been a bit weird because i so used to just texting Robbie nowadays, like every time something happens to update you. And now you're just like, keep it in the podcast, keep it in the podcast, which it's, means I talk Eurovision to everybody I know much more than you nowadays, which is like... We've ruined the dynamic. Yeah, we ruined everything. The whole point was I was your desk mate that yeah. you could talk to about Eurovision. And now because we've made this stupid podcast, <laughs> we have to contain it here. So yep. I, we've changed the nature of our relationship outside of the podcast. Mm. Super, super weird. I need to get a new friend. <laughs> well, as we established previously, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. Yeah, true, true. I had made a decision. I'm so bored with Norway <laughs> that we've been talking about the last week. I'm just thinking I'm going to play you one of the songs because here we are now. They have the three selections. In each and every selection they had, the songs four, five and six went through. Including Saturday. Including last Saturday that you haven't heard. So I think they have a, either they have a, a guy that just put the best songs in the last three, or they have a problem that people just vote to the three last songs they've heard. And every week I think they have like had one significant song. We, we have Margaret in the first, we had Gote in the second, and now we have Kano, which I'm going to play Kano. for you. I know yeah. the name. Why do I know the name Kano? You know the name Kano because they have already competed for Norway in 2019. The Yoik. Song. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. got the most votes from the public. Wow. Yeah. With the Yoik song. <laughs> with the Yoik song. And they're super proud of that. I also have like a beef with them. I don't really oh, like them. Spill the tea. Yeah, I can spill the tea. You know, they are quite famous in the Eurovision thing because they also came back in 2021 and tried to come back. And they didn't, they just come second in Norway. And the fans were like, <gasps> how could this happen? And that's, that's a phenomenon that's quite common. I mean, if you're in a country, you've already sent something, it went well, but you want something new. It's not very common that you send the same one. But the Eurovision fans, of course, they can't understand that because that's an idol coming back. So yeah, yeah. and now they are here for the third time. So of course, every Eurovision fan thinks that it's a done deal. They're going to send the song that I'm just going to play for you. Okay. While I think, I mean, Gote is one of the biggest bands in Norway and they are leading to win in the odds and all this kind of thing. So I don't think it's a done deal. But yeah, let's see what you think. Before we get on then, so mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I can remember the name. Now you said 2019, the Yoke song. I, I have wolves in my head. Was, was it called Spirit in the Sky? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Now... I've got beef with that. Spirit in the Sky was already a song. Do you know you know the song? No. Going yeah, up to the Spirit in the Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. So. Oh, that's common in Eurovision that you like nick something and then use it again in, in some other way. You want something that people remember and they don't really know why they remember it, but they've heard it before. Oh, that's clever. That's, that's good marketing. My, beef. Okay. my beef with them is that when I was DJing at Euroclub, me and my friend uh, in, in Liverpool, they were supposed to be the artists. So they were in one room and doing their thing and we were in another room and were supposed to DJ. But then they were like, oh, now we're going to switch because so Ken, Ken always kind of come to your room. So you can't play now because they're going to sing the songs. And we're like, oh, okay, but they have two songs. Let them do that. No. This band sang everything from, I mean, in the end, I think they just sang right off the phone book for those people who, who knows what phone books are. But I mean, they, they, were, they were singing everything. There were covers of it. There were Euphorias. There were everything. There were Kylie songs. There were, I mean, if somebody hadn't like thrown them out, I think they would still be singing. I right. don't know. 
I think that's justified. Yep. So we hate Kano. We hate them. Right, brilliant. Mm. Let's listen to their stupid song then. <laughs> Here we go. So we, we'll give their song a listen. Yep. Now, I've just opened the link. It's called Dam Digida. Yep. You may remember, you told me that the worst song that Sweden has ever won with was called Digaloo Digalay. Yeah, one of them. Have they done it again? Yeah, Have they stolen <laughs> the name of their song? I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Let's listen. This is Kano with Dam Digida. There you have it. So what's the comments? Uh, I, I don't want to be a broken record, but what year is it, Ken? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with all his 90s. So things. 90s. Yeah. I mean, I, there's literally an, a song that they've ripped off. No, it's not original. It's 90s. Bring back the yoiking. Yeah, that's also my question. It's like, wasn't that their, their unique selling point that he was yoiking? Now they're giving him just a, what is that? I think they have some sort of explanation. Oh, this is a, a weird version of uh, something that feels completely made up. You can tell yeah, anything. Sure. Or maybe it's something Samic that I have forgotten. Something Samic that I don't know about. But I strongly believe that that's just BS. I made up words, yeah. <laughs> but what, what I get from this is, I just want to correct. I don't hate them. I just, I, I was very angry at them at some point. But, uh, but <laughs> the thing with them is like, she's a star. Alexandra is a star. She's really good. And this time it feels like everybody knows that. So they've hidden away <laughs> the guys. Box. So they've just hidden away from most of the song. And the part they do are, I, I'd have to hide my face every time behind a pillow because I think it's so embarrassing. She, the, the part she does, yeah, that's okay. Cringe. I think it's cringe. It's very cringe. I'm going to dance to this after yeah. some drinks. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that. yeah. So I said this before, Super Rob, my AI, I've listened to it two more times since we talked about it. And yeah, I love it. So <laughs> look, I'm going to love this one too. But that's not, doesn't say anything about the song. That's me. If this beats Goethe and mm. they send this, there is no justice. <laughs> There's no justice for them. I, I think the same. They would be very stupid to send this instead of the, instead of Goethe because that's... That's something that's going to do very well for them. I don't know how this is going to go. It's, I mean, it's also not better than the first time they were there. So why? You should never come back with something that's worse. Yeah. Okay. Um. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, th that's what I, I felt. I mean, this was the big one that probably won uh, on Saturday. And so I, I guess we don't have to talk that much more yeah. about Norway. So the final is on Saturday. Yeah. Nine songs are there. And I guess it's just between uh, Gotte and... Uh, According to the odds, yeah, you never know what could happen. No. Do we, is there any of the other five worth me checking out after the podcast? Uh, yeah, I think there was one with a woman called Mia. You can check that one out. I thought that was quite good when I listened to it. Nothing, I, yeah, it's all, it's also went through. So listen to that. Yeah. I mean, Milo from yeah. one, I, I, that's stuck in my head. I think that was a great song. Got robbed. Okay, so that's Norway done and dusted. Let's never talk about them again until they send Gotha or they're not getting a Christmas card. <laughs> What's no. next? What's next? So there were two national finals last week. So we have two more songs that's ready to go to Malmö. Brilliant. And <clears throat> there's so many, much I want to speak to you about, about this because these two, they couldn't be more different. I'm not talking about the songs that actually won here because that's another thing that we can discuss, but how they select the winners. So in one corner, we have one of the biggest countries in this contest ever. It's Ireland. Mm. 
they have we have now be like on par with them so seven, we, they, they have, they're not the best anymore where they have some wins they have turned into something i don't know they do this as a part of their i think weekly night show i don't know if it's daily weekly but you know that kind of talk show that you have that every country has with a white man sitting behind the desk and late, people late in. show yeah, yeah late yeah. show so they do it as a part of the late show the stage is just i mean it's like this room we're sitting in the sound is probably the worst in any selection that they have no i mean everything sounds so horrible like the sound mix their voices everything i don't think the people are that bad on singing it's just that they they're not giving a chance that's that the other corner we have another superpower in eurovision which is luxembourg who haven't been in the contest for 30 years they haven't had a selection since 1978 so they they came back and decided to be there be in the contest again and coming back with a show that they they haven't like been watching other national finals, which most people do. Like when they start the national final in Spain, they check like well, how do they select things in Italy, or some people check like what do Melodifest do, and do they check Eurovision? So the stage was enormous. the The money value was enormous. They brought back like a lot of old winners that they had. They brought back other winners from other countries. It was just huge the production value, Amazing. which also is a bit weird because that give it the complete different because these people have never sang their song. Like before for an audience i mean they they feel like i mean you you look at it it's like oh i'm watching eurovision no you're not this say these poor people wow. but but i mean it's was a super enjoyable show to watch do you think uh, they've been saving the money they would have spent every year and then they blew it all 30 years later uh, maybe i i have no idea there are a lot of theories that i'm not gonna talk about who sponsored this contest mm. because i'm not going to put on my tinfoil hat but at some point we can talk about all the shit that's going on online so these two things happened uh, one on friday one on saturday and yeah we have two winners and they are very different i'd say but we're gonna watch island island so this is bambi thug with doomsday blue So that was Bam Bambi Thug, which pop, I think they which call it. So okay. it's a gender neutral artist. So okay. It's they. My initial impression is that with this staging, I'll, I use that term very loosely, the backing videos were throwing up like runes and things. You know where you've seen those recently? <laughs> you got there or what? Well, yeah, there's up a <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. On the screen, oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is like if someone watched Tattoo with the sound off and tried to guess what it sounded like. Like they were like, oh, it's oh, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. She looks a bit witchy, and yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, and I'll tell you why I can say that very authentically. I know exactly what type of music this is trying to be because it's the sort of thing that I, you know, is on the peripheral of the sort of things that I listen to. They are trying to replicate a very specific sound from you know a subgenre of metal and failing really badly it's like a like a, a pound shop knockoff version of of that that genre like you know with the marilyn manson look and the weird aesthetics and the oh you know little anime yeah like no this is terrible yeah i i, I also have big problems with this because it was a bit like the second coming from like fans and people watching the show like oh, finally ireland choose something different now we're gonna win we're, and it's like yes 
you choose something different, but sometimes it's not good to just be different. There has to be something. I think it lacks that. Then, on the other hand, they got so much shit here from people in Ireland, from people outside Ireland, calling it out as there's no song, it's shit, what you, blah, blah, yeah. They had to be defending themselves like the whole weekend instead of like celebrating that they won. Except for Johnny Logan, who went out and said, this song is going to win Eurovision in Malmö. It's what the best song we sent in several yeah. years. Who's that? Who, who cares what he says? So... Uh, I tell you who does this better. Hmm? Luke Black from Serbia last year. Huh? Weird, electro-y, elements of metal, like mashup. I loved that song. I didn't on first listen, I'll be honest, uh, but I, I did love that song by the end. He got to the final, which blew everyone's minds. Yeah, the, the, the thing with him was that I, I really enjoyed that listening to it on Spotify. It didn't do much for me when I actually saw it in Eurovision. So it, it lost me a bit when it, when we came there. I liked it before. With this, actually, when we listen to this now, I didn't hate it as much as I did oh, no. actually when I when I saw it. On the, and, and here's the thing also. There was another song that I thought was better. That was more of a, a good song. It hadn't done much for them either. This would, could come to the final. I mean, just for being weird, depending on a bit where they, how hard is the competition, how many other people are trying to do tattoo without being tattooed this yeah. in different yeah things like that it will so, depend on where it is in the semi-final that it's in and who else is in that semi-final mm-hmm. but uh no this is bad yeah <laughs> but uh, we but, never expected anything else from ireland than bad it's making headlines though right yeah it's making some headlines and, and i mean it's so i i find it a bit endearing that they suddenly think they're going to win just because they don't send like a bland boy band, <laughs> because they, they there were actually a new boy band there. So there was a there there was actually a boy band there uh, that Louis Walsh had put together for this, like a new one. Do you know I have Louis Walsh a business card? I met him 2011 when he was there with Jedward, and we had a long talk and we talked about. And he was like, if you ever come to Ireland, you can come and visit me. And I got his card. Jedward were in Eurovision. Robbie Jedward were in Eurovision twice. <laughs> they were there twice. I had no idea. Mm. Yeah, I did not know that. No. Because they, I guess they didn't win. <laughs> no, they didn't win. They were actually one of the favorites in 2011. They got the 12 points from Sweden. And I adored that when they were there. They were, I mean, when you listen to it now, being there, I thought it's, yeah, it was a standout. It's really fun to watch, actually. But you should watch. I'll go, uh, I'll go yeah, I'll check it out. It's the 2011 one you want. Then they came back with actually an Eric Sade reject another year. That was not very fun. But they, then they were standing in water. That was called Waterfall. Very literal. Waterline. That was about water. Mm, brilliant. Okay, well, I've learned something new. Thanks for that. Thank I mean, you. I know I know who Jedward are. Do you know their names? Do you know why they're called Jedward? Yeah. I mean, one of them is Edward and the other one is Jed. <laughs> That's a good guess. John. John. John yeah. and Edward. And I mean, were... I, I'm... I'm I'm a huge X Factor fan, so right. I, I knew who Jedward were when I came there. So they, I was a bit starstruck meeting them. Uh, I have some a lot of people. I, I love them. I think they were fun. They were designed for Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, I can. They, I get that. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a there. they had a TV show, reality TV show, for like a season after they uh, were on X Factor. It may have gone for more seasons. Don't fact check me. And they're just they're idiots. They're very lovable idiots, but they're just. A pair I mean, of that's that's very common in this business. When you meet like Eurovision people, some of them, I mean, they are a bucket of hair. Care to name any names? No. Brilliant. I mean, I've already, I've already alienated Kano in this episode. So I'm now, I'm trying to be nice, Ken, here. Okay, so mm? in summary, let's do some hot takes. Will Ireland win this year, Ken? No, they won't win this year. Okay. What are the odds on them right now? No idea. I don't think they climbed after this. <laughs> I should have checked that before. Yeah. I, I don't know. They won't win. Okay. Uh, 100% they won't win. Will they be in the final though? I don't know. That's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting point. Would it be rewarding their bad behavior if they got to the final? I think 
you know, something, I, even if I don't like this at all, I would be happy if they were in final and then ended somewhere because they will be rewarded for sending something else, trying something, because that's how you will win in the end. You will try something. But yeah, a part of me also is like, just send something good and then you will win. <laughs> that's that's like the key. Hot, hot take there. Great strategy. Try some something good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why people haven't thought about that. They can, any, any it's so can easy call to win me. Eurovision. Yeah. Just send a good song. 200,000 Swedish crowns and I'd give you this advice. If that advice worked, Australia would have won last year. Moving on. <laughs> Shall we okay. move on to Luxembourg? We shall move on to Luxembourg. And remember what I to told you before. This is a huge stage. I don't know how much I should say before, but I, I would say what they did, they had a final with the amount of songs. And then three of them were voted to like the next stage and basically were between two songs. One of them were the big favorite before going into the show. And that's the one that actually came second. And this one, when I watched it, I felt that this was the standout of the night for many reasons. One of them being that it's not entirely in English, which I think is nice when people from countries that don't speak English at all are coming mm. back with something. And the national language of Luxembourg is? Oh, don't. Here's the thing. I don't know if they have like several uh, approved languages, but there is one that I guess would be called Luxembourgian or something. I don't know. Sorry for not knowing this. But it sounds amazing because they it's a bit of like Flemish. Like you think they come from Netherlands and then it goes over to German and then suddenly it's French. It's like when you were listening to it, it was like, Ugh. it's like you hear like a dubbing thing that's glitching because Ooh. they speak like all the language at the same time. You're like, wow, I love this. Brilliant. I'm <laughs> excited. Yep. Let's go. This is Tali with Fighter. That's brilliant. Yeah. I also point out that was not Luxembourg. That was French. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's great. That's everything you want. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I loved it too. It's just, it's, I mean, on one hand, it's something you see every year. You think you heard it before, all, all that kind of thing, woman dancing, fire, these kind of things. And on the other hand, it has these little things. It's the it's the language switches. It has all no, it's got, things. It's got touches of lots of different genres of music in there. And I, I would also say, I don't feel like you hear this every year. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a female artist with uh, this sort of upbeat. But French language with an upbeat song no. is quite a rare combination. Yes. Yeah. Okay, some observations. Mm -hmm. My main observation is, and it's a question that comes with it, the backing dancers are wearing like BDSM-inspired outfits. And to me, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of this. That we'll see Mornaskin had a little bit of that. But Hatari, famously uh, in 2019, was that yes. Tel Aviv? Yeah, that was like, a, that was their whole thing. Has this been a thing for longer than that? Or did they really... On and off, I think it's been. It's always been there, but I guess they started something. I mean, it's... The fashion trends are always different. Uh, I just think it's interesting because if you think about your average BBC watcher in the UK who's going to tune into Eurovision, I think a lot of those would be quite shocked. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not in 2024 anymore, but, you know, to see people dressed like this, it's maybe a little edgy. It's so interesting that you... I, I wouldn't have noticed that at all. Mm. Okay. But... Yeah, I was very glad for her and she she was the big favorite among the international juries. Uh, I think when the people, and when I say people, it's like you can vote everywhere and watch a show like online just to pay a euro for each vote. I think she was on par with, with, the, with the girl coming second or maybe that she had like one point more or whatever, but it was very close there. Okay. That was more of a 
sad girl ballad. So I think you should check oh, that out. Check that also, one yeah, out. check Damn that it. out too. But so I love this. I think it's great. Production, like, yeah, as you said, they've spent a lot of money, big stage. Uh, another observation about the song, I, I need to go back and maybe check the, the timing of it. But in the beginning, the tempo was like, it felt almost like it was trying to give you anxiety. Like it's very quick. Maybe it's just because it was in another language and I couldn't understand what she was saying. But yeah, I really, for me, if we exclude metal and sad girls or whatever, this has, <laughs> from a, from a, I don't want to say generic, but from a very yeah, and middle of the yeah. road, like, yeah, you're going to get one of these every year at Eurovision. This ticks all the boxes. I like it. I feel like it's probably already stuck in my head. Great. Okay, so let's do some hot takes. Great comeback, I would say. So here's the thing. So now when you've said all this, I'm going to throw you this curveball. Her mother is from Israel. Oh. Her brother is in Gaza right now. And the comments are on Facebook are horrible right. for this woman right now. Because, of course, you're not allowed to be this. And also, the whole contest is deemed as a Zionistic sort of uh, conspiracy that if Israel drops out in the end, they have Luxembourg now. So, because there was one of the producers there who was from Israel. So, this is now... It's taking over. I don't want to discuss this. Well, we, we, we need more time for that. But it's horrible this year how it's taking over. And yeah, I, I just feel sad for her because, I mean, yeah, she, she lives in Luxembourg. I mean, you can't really take responsibility for your government's, your mother's country's government. That her brother is there, it's because he has to, because that's in the law. But it just, it, it turned so ugly right now mm. about these two that everything is like controversially controversy i don't know it's it's insane this year like every song is like scrutinized from a political point of view like from that conflict which is just turning into i don't know it's just ridiculous it's becoming bigger than the universe the, the, yeah okay all right well that's a sad that's a sad twist so with that in mind then hot take do you think this song could win no because I, of the controversy or the, both because of that, and because I don't think it has the originality that you need. And also look look at the, like, really, look at Chanel, look at Israel last year. Mm. Uh, these songs, they, they come very high. And I think, now to be a sexist brute, but the good thing here is that she's not that kind of dance girl in, in a way. She, you don't expect her to have, like, a big dance break, because mm. she's going to do what she's doing here. Mm. And that's okay, because that's the song, and that's, like... She's more of Norway last year. They came fifth yeah, top last five. year, top five. So, I mean, of course, there, there is a love for these kind of songs. If they go through, and if we, by then, have started talking about the music again and, and what we like to listen to and vote for that. I think they can be... I mean, I think the most important thing for Luxembourg is to be back in the final and to have like a good placement and show that, okay, we are somebody to reckon with. We are back. We're going to do this next year. Here's the, the comeback. So I think that's okay. We don't want them to win though because they have won a lot of times. So we don't want them to jump okay, up. They're, they're, they're yeah. not super... Yeah. They're coming for the crown. They're coming for the crown mm. at some point. We need to keep Sweden on top. Yep. Scandinavian supremacy. Scandinavian, exactly. Iceland, do we mind if Iceland win? We never... Okay, let's see how that song is Should we first. save that conversation? We can save the, the conversation, uh, but here's the thing. We absolutely don't mind if Iceland win. That's one of the countries that has never won. You always want a country that has never won to win. It's also, I want to go to Iceland. That's probably my only way that I will come to Iceland at some point, is if Eurovision is there. Right. So, of course, we want Iceland to win. We want Iceland to win every year, and they were robbed. They 2020, were robbed. where they supposed to have won, so I could have gone to... to Iceland back then. So, yeah, sure. Okay, well, I look forward to hearing those songs. Yep. 
So thank you very much for uh, for sharing those. You're absolutely right. Opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of the production. <laughs> and uh, But sadly, neither without controversy, which know. is, you know, it's bloody... But that, that, that's the hard thing. I mean, either you send something so bland that nobody wants to talk about it, or it's staring up so much shit these days. So, it, I mean, I don't know. I'm just longing for Spain and, and Italy and this kind of... Because they are often very good and the controversies are more of people being hurt mm. for not winning and not yeah these kind of things who knows great okay well thank you for that that's a good point to end <laughs> it's a good point to so end. follow us on uh, social media you can if you want to get in touch with us you can either dm us on social media or you can email us at deskmates, deskmates. at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> we're getting better and until next time thank you very much thank you very much for listening bye bye